0: Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, June 3rd. Happy game day. The Bruins back on the ice tonight on Long Island playing the Islanders in Game 3 of their second round playoff series. We'll get into everything you need to know about that game here in a moment. Before we do, just a quick reminder to please hit that subscribe button if you have not already. Each new episode will be automatically added to your podcast feed, whatever app you use. And uh, yeah, you can download, listen, and enjoy at your leisure. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated, especially if you are an Apple user. If you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're locked on Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now the Bruins had a day off following their Game 2 overtime loss to the Islanders. They were back on the ice uh, on Wednesday and they uh, yeah were practicing for tonight's Game 3. And there was a very positive development as Craig Smith was back on the ice for practice Skating on the second line, Uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy said he looks a lot better. That's a good development. Uh, They weren't sure, but he made it through the entire practice, did a little work early, and that's a positive. Obviously, they'll check here on Thursday morning to see if there are any residual effects. But if not, then uh, Cassidy said he assumes he'll be in the lineup. If Smith is able to return, Jake DeBrusk will remain in the lineup and shift back down to the third-line right wing alongside Nick Ritchie and Charlie Coyle. Carson Kuhlman, who did record an assist while filling in for Game 2, would likely be the odd man out, although I would prefer to see Kuhlman on the fourth line uh, instead of Chris Wagner, but that's just me. I know a lot of you do love Wagner his tenacity, his effort, his penalty killing, uh, but I think Coolman could bring all that, plus some skill to that fourth line. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, of course, had been skating in practice yesterday, kind of rotating in and out with Craig Smith, so there was some belief that perhaps he would be the odd man out if Smith was able to come back, but it looks like he was just up there in case Smith could not go, and uh, he'll go back down to the third line tonight. Speaking of Jake DeBrusque, I mentioned yesterday that he was fined $5,000 for cross-checking Islanders defenseman Scott Mayfield during a net front battle in Game 2. Uh, DeBrusque said the fine was warranted. He got his stick in a dangerous position in front, kind of realized it as the play was going on, Mayfield went down pretty hard, but he was able to come back. And DeBrusque didn't necessarily hurt him, but it's one of those things where it's the heat of the battle in front of the net. Uh, kind of lost where his stick was. A fine's a fine. It's a warning. It's his first brush with player safety, so he now understands it's not okay and uh, it won't happen again, he said. Well, we'll see. There's no guarantees that that won't happen. But um, as far as DeBrusque dropping down to the third line. Uh, You know, he's been playing on the right side as of late. I don't particularly love that either, but uh, he's gotten used to playing his off-wing this season, particularly after the acquisition of Taylor Hall, and um, he just wants to be in on the action. He said, it happens throughout the year. I've been on the right side. There's times where I've played on the left. It's one of those things where you just Get game reps. It's the best way to go with chemistry. There's still things I'd like to work on and contribute more in terms of zone entries and wall work, especially with playoffs and how teams play. They're pinching every time. There's pressure on both sides of the puck usually. One of those things where you're forced to be comfortable in those situations or else it's going to be in your zone the rest of your shift. So, yeah, Uh, DeBrusque, Like I said, I don't love him being on the right side. It's not altogether unfamiliar for him, but at the same time, it's his off-wing, and there are some potential issues that come with that, Uh, but I think overall, the Bruins are better with him in the lineup than uh, trying to replace him with Kuhlman as a right-hand shot, In other injury news, Kevin Miller was back on the ice for the first time since suffering uh, an injury during Game 4 against the Capitals on that Dmitry Orlov hit. He skated on his own before Wednesday's practice. Uh, Jacob Zboral, who's been out since the regular season finale, he's also progressing. He joined the team in a regular sweater on Wednesday. Uh, So Miller not ready. Zboral getting closer if they go down that road. Uh, That's good news too that he's back in a normal colored jersey, uh, Bruce Cassidy said. The rest of the guys are status quo. Now, yesterday as well, I talked about uh, Tuka Rask. There was, uh, you know, Bruce Cassidy saying that he's dealing with some nagging injuries, not 100%. There were a couple times in Game 2 where he appeared to be getting to his feet a bit slowly. Uh, But Cassidy on Wednesday said Rask will definitely be... Uh, between the pipes here in game three barring any injury suffered during the morning skate I imagine Uh, he said yeah he's fine Tuca's been ready to go every playoff game there's no issue there someone asked me the other day I think he just like a lot of guys there's a few things here or there but he's ready to go he's practicing full today he'll be in the net Thursday night for game three tonight which begins at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. So it looks like based on Wednesday's practice and barring any setbacks here on Thursday morning at the morning skate, the lineup will resemble what we had earlier in the series. Uh, Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak, Hall, Krejci, Smith, Richie, Coyle, DeBrusque, Corrali, Lazar, Wagner, and then on the blue line, Grizzlick, McAvoy, Riley, Carlo, Lozon Clifton I know there's a lot of uh questions or concerns about Lozon gonna address that here in a moment but the good news is Craig Smith appears to be back and uh you know he's a huge reason why the Bruins have been so successful since the trade deadline the trio of Hall, Krejci and Smith has been kind of a a line 1B for the Bruins it gives them that extra uh, attack and extra focus for the opposition. You can't just, you know, put all your top guys against the Bergeron line. You have to keep the second line in mind as well. And uh you know, I think it's only a matter of time before David Krejci and Taylor Hall um get going. They've been kind of quiet in this uh, second round series, although uh, actually Krejci had the three assists in game 1. Hall had an empty net goal. Uh, They were quiet in game two, I guess I should say, and hopefully they can get going here tonight with um, Craig Smith back on the right side. Rock Auto is a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers on their website. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low and the same for everyone, whether you're a pro mechanic or a do-it-yourselfer. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Investing can be complicated, but if you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. They can create one for you that is globally diversified, with low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There's no manual trades, No picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. They're trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash lockedonnhl. All you need is $500 to get started, and you can grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, Go to wealthfront.com/lockedonNHL. Get started today. All right, now uh, let's get to Jeremy Lozon here. Uh, there was a very good piece posted by uh, Ty Anderson, who's been on the podcast before. One of my favorite uh, Bruins writers for for quite a while now. Uh, he writes for ninety-eight point five, the Sports Hub, and he wrote about how the Bruins are in a tough spot with struggling Jeremy Lozon. He wrote that, uh, or he pointed out that Lozon has been on the ice for a defense high seven goals against at all situation play. If you break it down by a per 60 rate, Lozon has been on the ice for 7.12 goals per 60 minutes of all situation play this postseason, which ranks dead last among a group of 97 defensemen with at least 50 minutes played this spring. Uh, he pointed out it gets worse when you realize that the Bruins have only surrendered nine goals in total in Lozon's three appearances. Meaning he's been on the ice for all but two of the goals that have ended up behind Tukarask in his appearances. Uh, pretty terrible goal share for Lozon, whose ice time is given with the idea that this is an area where he will shine. There has been some bad luck. Uh, There's been deflections off his skate and stick. Uh, He's been screening his old goaltender from time to time. Uh, He's also outright lost his man. Um, And all of that has contributed to that high amount of goals that have been scored while he is on the ice. To his credit, he also, at least from what I can recall, prevented one clear high-danger scoring chance from Kyle Palmieri in Game 1. Uh, but when it comes to Lozon, there seems to be more uh, negative than positive at the moment. And uh, Ty is kind of asking, what can you really do? Uh, Kevin Miller is injured. Uh, Jacobs Borough has been injured, although he's practicing in a regular jersey. Uh, do you go to um, Jared Tenordi, Jerovac and Ninen? Uh, neither of whom has significant playoff experience, or do you stick with the plan that you had at the beginning of the season, which was to allow Zdeno Chara and Tori Krug to move on and you see what you have in these young defensemen and just ride them for good or for bad. The plan had been to go with Lozon and Zborl. Uh That changed a bit when Mike Riley was acquired and he took that second pair spot alongside Brandon Carlo. They haven't been particularly sharp in this second-round series either. If Lozon continues to struggle, do you give Zborl a look? Uh, that's a pretty big ask for uh, the 2015 first-round pick. But um, on Wednesday, Bruce Cassidy you know, said he still believes in Lozon. The blue liner will be back in the lineup for Game 3. Despite the fact that he struggled in game two, his overtime turnover at the Islanders' blue line resulted in Casey Zizekas' winning goal. But, uh, you know, Cassidy believes Lozon's confidence remains high. He said he's a confident kid. If you watch him, he tries plays out there more than most that have his experience level. I'm not worried about that part of it. The message to Jeremy, for the most part, is now moving forward. We're all on to Game 3. Game 2 is over. Be true to your identity. And that is, in simplest terms, you have to be best to keep pucks out of our net. That's your first job. That's what you're good at. And that's why you got into the National Hockey League. Cassidy continued, uh, He's obviously hard to play against, willing to block shots, be physical. All of those things... That go along with that, but hard to play against and keep the puck out of your own net. That is the primary goal. Starts with good defending, starts with a good stick. That's what we addressed with him the other night. There were areas where his stick could have been in better positions, specifically on the penalty kill. Offensively, the Bruins have certain things they like to run in the Ozone. The other one didn't work out the other night uh, with him trying that cross ice blue line pass. Uh, The Bruins have addressed it. He still has to make the play that's in front of him, which was to you know, get the puck in deep, basically play it off the wall, get it in deep, let the forwards take it from there and cycle it around instead of trying to make a play uh, to his uh, defensive partner who wasn't even there at the moment. Um, He's going to be like everyone else on our team. He's going to make some good ones and other ones that could have been better. We'll keep working with him, Cassidy said, encouraging him. He's a great kid. He'll be in there Thursday night and hopefully help us win. So that's kind of the situation with Jeremy Lozon. I don't know how long the leash is per se, uh, whether or not, you know, if he has another awful game tonight where he's on the ice for one, two, three goals against, do they turn to Jared Tenorti? Do they turn to... Jacobs Borrell, if he's healthy, I don't know. But, um, you know, there's a reason why he was drafted uh, 52nd overall, second round in the 2015 NHL entry draft. He's still a young guy. He's only 24 years old. He has 76 games of NHL experience, so not even a full season to his credit. He's still young. He's still learning. Um, If you want to put blame on anyone for the Bruins being in the situation where they're relying on a rookie defenseman in the playoffs with very real Stanley Cup hopes. You put that on Don Sweeney, you put that on Cam Neely for making the decision to not bring Chara back and to move on from uh Tory Krug. That's that's just the long and short of it. So that's kind of my take on the lozon situation. Let me know if you agree or disagree. You can hit me up at LO Boston Bruins or at E&C McLaren. Um, yeah, let me know what you're thinking about uh, Jeremy Lozon. I I still believe in him. I think he can be a very useful NHL defenseman. I think he needs to kind of, yeah, kind of like what Bruce Cassidy was saying, just stick to what he's good at. Be smart with the puck. Um, put your stick in the right spots. Put your body in the right spots to prevent the puck from going in the back of the net and let... People who are more gifted with the puck do their thing by, you know, playing the dump, dump and chase game, or uh, just trying to get it to the forwards as clean as possible with your zone exits and entries. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs with their uh, great selection of news sign up bonuses and contest information over at betonline.ag you can head to their website use your mobile device to sign up for a free account and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on you don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams continue their runs to the stanley cup again that's uh, promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Trey Young takes a bow at Madison Square Garden and the Knicks are eliminated. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. Last night, there were two games uh, going. The first was Montreal and Winnipeg. The uh, Canadiens surprised some, most, by uh, taking a one nothing series lead in that one, uh, defeating the Winnipeg Jets 5-3. Eric Stahl had a goal and an assist. Carey Price made 27 saves for the win. And my boy Nick Suzuki had a spectacular goal for the uh, Habs, who I admitted last night on Twitter that I'm kind of rooting for. And that came especially after uh, the very dangerous hit that was leveled by Jets center Mark Scheifele on Habs uh, rookie Jake Evans as the Hab was scoring on an empty net. Evans was stretchered off the ice. Shifley received a major penalty for charging and a game misconduct. If you look at the replay, you know Shifley pretty much went full steam ahead from the uh, Jets' red line all the way down to the other end of the ice. He let up a touch perhaps at the end, uh, but still just pretty full steam ahead for uh, Shifley. Uh, kind of out of character. He has no history of supplemental discipline. A lot of people pointed that out on Twitter. Keep in mind, Shifley, you know, he's a clean player, blah, blah, blah. But he definitely let his emotions get away with him, kind of big sore loser energy. Uh, He should be facing a suspension. Evans was evaluated by the Canadian's medical staff, and uh, he was back at the team hotel following the game. Uh, he was described as doing fine, alert, but shaken. Full credit to uh, jet swinger Nikolai Ellers, who protected Evans during the ensuing scrum, uh, and he also called for additional medical attention for the fallen Canadian. He said, in a situation like that, you don't want anyone falling on top of him. I was just trying to keep everyone away. So hopefully Evans is okay, and I would expect uh, suspension for Scheifele. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe the rest of the series at the very least. Uh, Miko Rantanen uh, scored an overtime power play goal to lift the Avalanche to a 3-2 victory and a 2-0 series lead over the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, so looks like the Avs well on their way to the Final Four. And for my money, they're the best team in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, that would be... If fingers crossed, knock on wood, the Bruins advance to the uh, final four. They would be playing the winner of Carolina-Tampa, so they wouldn't have to face the Avs until the final. But that's getting way ahead of it. I know I'm don't want to jinx anything, but um, that's just the way it is. Buffalo Sabers won the number one pick at the 2021 NHL Entry Draft yesterday. The expansion Seattle Kraken won the second overall pick and the. Anaheim Ducks will select third. Uh, Top prospect this year is uh, defenseman Owen Power from the University of Michigan. Pittsburgh Penguins captain Sidney Crosby, Toronto Maple Leafs center Austin Matthews, and Edmonton Oilers captain Connor McDavid are the finalists for the 10 Lidsey Award, Uh, the best player as voted by the uh, rest of the players in uh, in the NHL. Would have liked to have seen uh, our boy Brad Marchand get some love there, but uh, you know he's not really uh, very popular when it comes to uh, players around the league. So I'm sure that didn't help his chances there either. Toronto Maple Leafs had their kind of end of the year wrap-ups. Doesn't look like they're going to be making any big changes when it comes to trading, uh, you know, popular, high salary players, uh, but. You know, Mitch Marner didn't really endear himself with his uh, postseason comments, kind of passing the buck, getting a little defensive. Uh, So we'll see what happens in that situation. But, um, oh yeah, here we go. Winnipeg's Mark Shifley will have a hearing today for charging Montreal's Jake Evans. Doesn't look like it's an in-person hearing, which means that it will be less than five games. Uh, Probably a couple games, which is unfortunate because... It's a pretty dirty hit, and you don't want those hits in hockey, Um, so that's unfortunate. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Very much looking forward to Game 3 tonight, hoping the Bruins can retake a series lead in this one, and uh, yeah, just get on their way to uh, laying waste to the New York Islanders. We will uh, see what's happening. If you want to follow along, you can do so at ENC McLaren or at LO Boston Bruins. I hope you're all having a good week. It's Thursday. We're getting closer to the weekend. Uh, last night, caught up on Handmaid's Tale. Not the greatest episode yet, but uh, moving the story along. And I'm very interested to see how they wrap up this season and if there's another season coming. Uh, If you've read the books, you kind of know how things end. I kind of hope that they um, go with that storyline, but it would mean, well, we don't have to get into that right now. Anyways, yeah, I hope you all have a great day. Uh, I'll see you on Twitter later during the game, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a recap of this game tonight as well as the latest uh, This Week in Hockey with Mayor Zilberberg. Uh, Have a great one, friends.